Hey guys, how are we getting on? Welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 16. I hope we're all doing great, had a fantastic weekend and are all looking forward to the return of the gym over the next couple of days. Um, a little bit earlier than expected, which is a nice little surprise for us all, as we thought it would be maybe a little bit later. Um, for myself, no massive real news for me over the last week, just tipping away, working well with all my team at the moment. Um, really, really, really enjoying coaching at the moment. Really, really love my team. I have some amazing guys and some amazing girls and we're all moving forward week to week, uh, which is absolutely amazing to be a part of. Um, I will have a little bit of news over the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, I'm relaunching my app, so the JCC app 2.0. Three hours of filming, over 40 videos, running around like like a headless chicken around the gym editing voiceovers the works to try and get um, my clients and uh, my team and all of you guys some uh, uh, potential uh, exercise execution and how to um, how to set up exercise correctly so what we're going to hopefully do now over the next little while is of course all clients will get uh, these exercises for free in their programs. Um, however, this gives you guys an opportunity or anyone who um, is thinking about uh, improving their exercise setup and their execution of these movements um, to improve that. And it also has a logbook in it that you can track your exercises and your reps and your sets, all these kind of things as well, which we will actually touch on today. Um, other than that though, um, I will be working on a bit of a larger pro- project as well at the moment, which is which is quite exciting. Um, so we'll keep you updated on that, but I'm sure you all will be keen to jump on board when it does open up. But anyway, the topic of today's podcast is going to be simply the return to the gym. So for those who don't know, the gyms will be returning uh, tomorrow for everyone back in Ireland and the UK will be not too far behind it. Um, it's a great time. It's a great, great time. Motivation for everyone should be absolutely skyrocketing. I remember um, when I knew that I was getting back into the gym that, that week leading up to it, the home workouts just felt so good because I knew it was what was coming around the corner. And for all of you, you should be the same. As you know, you, all, you get all your, uh, all your toys back um, that you can work with in the gym. But there are a few pieces of advice that I would like to to implement uh, with all my clients, first of all, and then I thought that I would share them with you as well, so that you can get the most out of your training, the most out of your nutrition, and then also keep injuries at bay, and that's going to be important. And to, to be precise, there's going to be 10 tips. So without further ado, let's let's get cracking. So number one, have a clear vision and goal in mind have a clear why in front of us. Something I throw around a lot of the time is is this kind of uh, visualization, understanding our why, um, visualizing where we want to be, understanding where you are right now as point A and where you want to get to as point B. That should will give us drive and motivation by itself. I'm not talking about point B being a goal. Goal Goals are easily achievable. They are part of the process, of course. I'm talking about our dream here our dream physique, what do we really, really, really want? And we have to dream big, you know, think of that physique that's almost unattainable, a little bit scary to think of, and it will drive you over this this path. So trying to have um, our clear visions, our clear goals in mind and dream physique and have our why present. Why are you doing this? Why? And it's going to be one of those those cases where I know it's getting very cold in Dublin at the moment and or in, in Ireland in general, and it's going to be those those cold, wet mornings where all you want to do is press that snooze snooze button on your alarm. It's freezing cold out, snowing maybe, and it's raining. But if you have that why, 
That why will get you up out of bed. That why will bring you to the gym. That why will get you to progress all your lifts. That why will have your meal prep bang on. That why will make you nail your step counts. That why will drive you to get your cardio done for the week. All these variables will happen because you have that why, because you have that motivation, because you have your clear vision and goals at mind. Number two, create a plan. I know that I always harp on around planning, but I genuinely think this is probably the most important. um, Those two, one and two are going to be the most important tips I give you today. Creating a plan is the most important part about this. If that's a, a workout routine, we need to understand what lifts we should be lifting, what rep ranges we should be we should be uh, um, working working at for those lifts um, for that particular goal that we want. What's our, and then that brings us back to our goal for hypertrophy. Is it strength? Is it endurance? What rep ranges and what exercises do we need to do to achieve those goals? We need to hit all ranges, the shortened, the mid, the lengthened range. And just to, as an understanding of what that actually is, let's say for the hamstrings, for, for, for instance, let's take two exercises here. Let's say uh, um, a seated hamstring curl and an RDL. A seated hamstring curl is going to work like the mid to short range. So the hardest part of the exercise, in particular, the hardest part of the exercise is when we squeeze that heel back to our bum. That's the shortened range. Whereas the RDL... That's the that's the easy part. But the hardest part is when we let that barbell fall down towards the knee and that lengthened range there. So making sure that all ranges are hit across the programs, make sure that our rep ranges are, are correct, and make sure that our lift or exercise selection pool is bang on the money. Then we have to look at our frequency. How many times are we hitting a muscle group per week? We want to look at something like every four to six days, maybe. Um, we need to try and keep frequency in a good place. And then, of course, what training split allows you to do all the above, to get enough frequency, to get enough volume, to get enough intensity, to get enough exercise selections into that plan. So by writing all these out, you'll be able to to create a plan, create an exercise routine um, that suits your goals, that suits what you can actually fit into your, your schedule. And that brings us to number three. Make sure it works for your routine. Don't copy and paste something on Google because an IFBB pro bodybuilder said he used it. That is the one of the worst things we can do. The perfect plan that never gets off the page it's written on is completely useless. What I'd like you all to do is to write out your next seven days. I want you to write a little block in of where you're going to work. If you're in college, whatever it is, add in your your college. Where are you going to be in college? Where do you have other activities and commitments that might get in the way of training and nutrition time? Whether that be football, rugby, studying, online courses, whatever it is. And then after that, and anything, of course, additional that you think will get in the way, add them in. But then we need to write in where you can actually train. Where you can actually meal prep. Where you can do your cardio where you will get your steps done, and what sleep and wake times you're going to have. Once you have that written out on the page, you've just created your plan. You've just created your routine. You've created structure. And when you have that in place, it's so easy to execute that then. But if you leave it to the day and say, oh, you know what, I'm going to probably train lower body today after work. And then after work, something gets in the way. You have to do a little bit more um, work at the desk. And then after that, you get roped in for... 
uh, Joe Bloggs birthday drinks or leaving drinks and then that get pushed out and then you're maybe a little bit hungover in the morning where you said that you you wanted to train and then that pushed out and then it's just an ongoing cycle. If you have a plan in place, the likelihood of you executing that plan goes up tenfold. Number four, nutrition. First of all, the most important part is going to be our quality of food. Make sure you have quality of food in the fridge or in our in our cabinets. And that may sound seem like or sound like the easiest tip that anyone can ever give. But time and time again, I see people saying, oh, "I'm struggling with my diet at the moment," and you. Uh, you break down what's actually in the house and it's it's muffins, it's cookies, it's all this stuff that probably shouldn't be in there and no real good quality food. Make sure you have a full stock fridge all the time. Good quality um, protein sources, carb sources, fruit and veg, everything that works in line. And that brings me to my next part, the calories and the food choices that you have need to be in line to your goals. So are you running some recomposition phase at the moment? And that should be, again, bringing us back to our first first point here. Have our clear vision, have our goals in mind. What are we trying to achieve here? So are we running a dieting phase? We need to be in deficit calories, of course. The foods need to be high in volume, high satiety, good quality fiber, high carbohydrate rich, all these kind of things. Then we look at our macros. Are they in line with our, our training plan? So do are we having resistance training sessions on a Monday? Then on a Monday, what are our macros looking like? Are we having high carbohydrates in around that pre and post workout window? What's our, our splits like for the rest of the week on a non-training day? And then, of course, we need to use these, these foods to fuel our sessions pre and then replenish our, our sessions or replenish our, our tissues, really post-workout these being the most probably the most important parts of the day pre intra and then post-workout in particular so making sure all those are in, are in line to fit the goals that we have number five probably a really really important point and i want you all to take this and put this on uh, put this into uh into your plan load you should not go in there thinking first of all you can and you should Second of all, you should lift the same load that you were before. If you were lifting 100 kg RDL, do not go in there and try and lift 100 kg RDL in your first week. The likelihood of you doing that without picking up a little injury is going to be is going to be very very low. The likelihood of you picking up an injury is going to be very very high. A little loading strategy that I like to use, I liked I liked to use myself, and um, was anywhere between in week one, lifting probably. 60 to 70 percent of what we lifted before so that's trying to maybe work our way up to a 60 or 70 kilo rdl in this case week two anywhere between 75 and 85 percent so 75 to 85 kilos and the week three we can get into that kind of 90 95 100 percent of our lifting week four i think we should be right back where we are and try to use that guideline to try and build up intensity so that you do not pick up any injuries Number six, another point that is going to try and minimize injuries. Warm up. So underlooked, especially, and I'm going to touch on it in a second, especially when we have to book in for time slots. Do not neglect it. Please, 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 please. Do not neglect warming up. You'll be so prone to injuries right now. So, so prone. Our acute to chronic uh, of load that we've been using, so acutely is going to be this week. Chronically, we're going to be the last couple of months. It's going to be very, very little load that we have touched. So we're going to be very, very prone to injury. So make sure that you are prepped and ready to go. Which brings me to my next point again. Number seven is, is going to be getting a warm-up done before your time slot. 
if you have a, a, a session booked, and I'm actually unsure what it's going to be like in Dublin uh, or in Ireland, in, excuse me, and um, with the time slots, if there are time slots, if they're 45, 50, 60 minutes, whatever they are, don't waste 10 minutes of that warming up, okay? Get there 10 minutes before, run a pulse razor, mobilize your joints, activate the muscle tissue, and then and then you can get in there and the first minute that you walk in through the door should be straight over to exercise number one, straight into your warm-up sets and then get into the exercise. So you have the full 45 minutes, you have the full 50 minutes, 60 minutes to get your session done rather than spending 10 minutes warming up and only get 35 minutes of a session. What can get done in 35 minutes? Three, three, four exercises maximum where we can actually get five, six exercises done in, in 45 minutes. So whether that be in the uh, standing on the side of the street, outside the gym, in the park, wherever it is, and uh, make sure you warm. This is something that grab a couple of bands, have something that you're able to warm. Everyone will be in the same boat. You know, everyone will be doing it as well. So don't worry about that. Number eight, have a logbook. Okay, something extremely, extremely important to me. My training and every single one, every single person that comes and works uh, with me is going to be to have a logbook. Progression is everything. An improvement in performance is everything. Without a progressive stimulus, you will not grow any new muscle tissue. I'll, I'll pull that back. Without any progression, you are not optimizing the amount of muscle tissue that you can grow if you were to do so. Hypertrophy comes from a progressive stimulus, adding load to the bar, 1.25 kilos to the bar, adding one extra rep to your set adding better execution to that lift, better tempo to that lift, better eccentric or concentric control. Whatever it is, we are simply progressing the stimulus week to week. If we aren't progressing, we may as well, we're just standing still. And if we can simply go into the gym with objective numbers, you flick back to last week and say, okay, RDL, I got 130 or let's just say 50 kilos for five reps. Okay, if you write that in, then next week, what are you going to get next week? If your rep range is five to nine reps, you're getting six reps next week, and then you're getting seven, and then you're getting eight the weekend after, and then you're getting nine the week after that. Once you hit that top range, move it to 55 kilos and start that process again. And that's simply all you're doing is adding progressive overload there. You're adding a progressive stimulus week to week and driving muscle tissue onto your frame. I'm telling you, the most important part is having that objective number written. What did you lift last week? For how many reps? Go in and beat it. For me, for instance, and also to, to give yourself a goal, you know, give yourself a, an end goal. Where do you want to, um, most, most people um, in Europe or wherever we are, will be running an off-season mode because it's, it's Christmas, no one has their top off, no one needs to be looking good for a beach pick or whatever it is. Most people are running off-seasons now at the moment. In particular in your off-season, have goals. Where do you want to bring your RDL? Where do you want to bring your hack squat? Where do you want to bring your shoulder press? Where do you want to bring your barbell row? Whatever it is, have goals to work towards. Again, bring us back to our first point. With no goals, with no vision, we have nothing here. Okay, for me, I want to get 140 kilo RDL, which isn't crazy compared to what a lot of other people can lift, but that's a goal for me. I want to lift 140 kilos for eight reps, and that will be me satisfied. And then we'll get into our next goal after that. Today, actually, funny enough, I hit 130 for six reps, which is an all time PB for me, so I was thrilled with that. However, I have that goal in mind. Now, next week, I'll move that six to seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, and then progress the load and progress, progress the reps then again. 
logbooks, very, very important. Number nine, managing recovery, especially over these next couple of weeks. I can tell you from first-hand experience, the first lower body session I did, I could barely stand up after it. Now, I probably, I probably worked a little bit uh, harder than I probably should have. However, um, that's, with that said, I still took my recovery interventions very, very seriously because I know how, how, how fatigued we can get, first of all, from neurological fatigue. So like how fried our nervous system is going to be after from lifting loads that we haven't lifted before in a long time. So feel, do, do know that it's going to happen that we might feel a little bit more fatigued than we have been um, recently, but that will three, four five weeks or something and, you, and you'll be back to 100%. And um, But from a, a, a muscle and DOMS perspective, we need to make sure that we are, are managing our recovery so we can actually train and optimize our training when we're in the gym. So if that means keeping our step count in a good place, driving mobility into our into our routine, flexibility, stretching, mobility, foam rolling, yoga, whatever it is. Some light CV work as well is really, really important. I feel especially from a lower body perspective, jumping on the bike or something is going to partition nutrients to that tissue, aid recovery, and drive nutrients to that tissue as well. Um, good quality food in the fridge, like we talked about. Water, don't don't neglect water and recovery. Um, sleep and stress management, of course, probably being at the forefront. Trying to push parasympathetic dominance of the nervous system or the rest and digest side. So trying to calm the nervous system as much as we can throughout the day, other than when we're training. And then optimizing your sleep, your sleep hygiene practices, your sleep and wake times. Trying to get those in the best place possible so that you can recover and get into the session in two days time or the next day and smash that session move yourself closer towards that end goal. And number 10, the ten and 10th and final one actually, is going to be just to have some guidance. I know we've all walked into the gym before not known what to do, what exercises, what rep ranges, what foods you should be eating at what time, what types of foods to be eating at, what, at certain times as well in the day. Don't go into the gym without a, cl- without a clear plan of action and how you're going to achieve not the goal physique, the dream physique. How are you going to get from point A to point B? And sometimes we need to reach out. I have a coach myself now at the moment. I have a dream physique in my mind. I have goals that I want to achieve and I can't get there by myself. I needed someone to, to take all the guesswork out of it, to give me the best program for my an unbiased subjective view and give me the best program I need to look after my nutrition, nail my step counts, my cardios, all these kind of things. So get a coach. Get a coach that you trust, first of all. Someone who gets clear, visible results and someone you actually look up to and actually want to, like AJ for me is someone that I really, really wanted to train. I really like his his style. He seems like a really, really nice guy or he seemed and I, I can confirm now he is a really, really nice guy. I think that's really important. Don't go to someone just because they have IFBB written in front of them or they're a professional bodybuilder because some of the times, and I've heard some some horror stories, they're the worst coach you can possibly get because you'll be at the very, very bottom of the barrel. They won't care about you. Make sure that you get someone that actually cares about you. So with that said, I hope you all enjoy the return to the gym. I hope the weight that you guys have got given is worth it. Um, but enjoy it, but, but be clever. There's a time now where it's, it's very acute, where you have to look after yourself. Make sure you don't overdo it. Make sure you're clever about your training your recovery in particular.
um, and you should be okay and you'll be able to work towards your goals and dreams and uh, hopefully that you all achieve them and once you get there I'm sure that you'll be uncontent with where you are and then you set a new goal and dream in front of you. So guys a big massive thank you to first of all anyone who has listened to the podcast so far a massive thank you to anyone who has shared it on their stories. I know a lot of you guys are doing that. I urge you to just keep sharing the podcast. I really, really appreciate anyone who does it on their story, honestly. Um, I'd love to help as many po- people as I possibly can here. Um, and hopefully that someone who doesn't know about me or doesn't know about the podcast gets to see this podcast and listen to it. And hopefully they can achieve their goals. And for anyone who is looking for any guidance or direction, please shoot me an email um, or apply apply for a coaching um, in the link in my bio on Instagram or my email is going to be josh at joshcowanconditioning.ie and so shoot me over an email and we can uh, set up a consultation and, and get you up and running. Other than that guys I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. I hope you took some value from it and we will catch you in the next one.